So there's a tactic that some car dealers use that has been going on for a long time. We, we've seen this back 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And it's come up in the news quite a bit recently. And it's a way that dealers can do something kind of underhanded, kind of almost invisible, that might put your purchase at risk and in jeopardy. And it's called a bailment agreement. And some people call it yo-yo or be back or comeback. But basically what happens is when you purchase a car and you drive off the lot, there may be an option where the dealer can call you back and leverage you or coerce you or blackmail you into giving them more money after you already bought the car. They can make you come back with more cash. They can make you come back and make your payments higher on the car or even give you a different car. How can they do that if you already drove off? Well, it's a very common practice and it's invisible. You almost don't even know it's happening when it's happening. And the reason we're bringing this up now is because, you know, Jalopnik had a really good article about this just, you know, today. And even Steve Leto, the high profile YouTuber, he's an attorney. He talks about it again, dealer's worst tactic under fire. In fact, in this video, he says his first video on his channel was about this tactic many, many years ago. So it's coming up again because for a while it was kind of out of favor, but now it's uh, being used more. How does it work? Well, when you go in to buy a car at a dealership, you have to sign a bunch of documents. You have to sign a buyer's order, a bill of sale, an odometer statement, a car loan, if you have that. And you sign this big stack of papers and you drive off the lot. Well, the way dealers do financing is they do what's called a spot delivery or on the spot delivery, meaning that when you come in and you want to buy a car, they want to get you out the door in that car right then. They don't want you to go home and think about it and have them get all the paperwork ready and come back later because you might change your mind. So they want to do a spot delivery to get you over the curb with that car right then. So how do they do the financing? Well, they're going to take your application and they're going to submit it to their lender or maybe more than one lender. And they're going to try to find the lender that has the highest advantageous financing for you, but even for them, because they'll get a kickback. They'll get a commission on that financing and they may want to find the dealer that has the best kickback. But not everybody gets approved for financing. So they want to make sure that if they give you that car and let you drive home, if for some reason the financing does not get approved, you have to bring the car back. And that's legitimate. So mix in that paperwork is what's called a bailment agreement. And that bailment agreement basically says, if my financing does not get approved, I will bring the car back immediately upon request and they'll give you your money back and your trade-in back and they'll basically undo what they did, right? That's a legitimate, fair thing. Now, we'll talk later about whether or not you should even do that bailment agreement, but that's what the dealership does. So, and, and how to avoid this from happening. So what happens is that the dealer sends your application out to some lenders. They, they pretty much have a good idea of how you're going to get approved. They see your credit score. They see your, their, your income, your pay stubs, whatever the case might be. And they know, okay, this person qualifies for this type of financing. But what if they guess wrong? Or what if the lender doesn't approve it the way they want to? Maybe you got approved, but for a higher rate. Maybe you got approved, but for not as much money. They might have been trying to finance a higher amount of money than the bank's willing to approve for you or for that car. Now they get the call back a couple of days later from the bank and your approval didn't come in the way they thought it did. And they say, wait a minute, you have to come back in and put more money down. You have to come back in and sign up for a higher payment because your rate is higher. That's not fair. Well, here's your bailment agreement. You signed it. Or you didn't get approved at all and you have to bring the car back or maybe switch to a lower price car. So this is something that dealers dealers 
will put in every deal if you're getting a spot delivery. So how can you avoid this? So here's what you do. First of all, do not sign a bailment agreement. If you're buying a car at a dealership and you're financing, wait until they have their financing done to pick up the car. If you're in the dealership and they make agreement on numbers and you're financing through the dealership, unless they have the financing already approved and done the way that you have it structured, just tell them, hey, call me when you get it done. It's not gonna take them more than a day, maybe two. If you wanna leave them a deposit to hold the car, that's fine. That's not much at risk. Well, here's what it'll do. Even if you're not worried about getting declined for financing or rejected, it's still a good idea. Here's why. Let's say, for example, you do your deal and they put you in as like an A-tier financing or a very low rate or low uh, monthly payments and it doesn't come in that way. Now they have to readjust it and they have the option to do it. They have the leverage to do it. If they do something with a low price and then decide later, wait a minute, we made a mistake, they can bring you back in to fix that mistake. We've seen this happen. We had um, an example where a customer went into a dealership to buy a car. It was late at night, finalizing the deal. They negotiated and they got a really good deal on this car. And it was a lease deal. And the dealership figured the price of the car with incentives of from the factory, like rebates. This was back in 2017 or 18 when there were incentives and rebates on the car. And they also did a lease deal which had incentives on the lease. They had a lower rate for the lease. And they figured the payment up. It was a really good deal. They they, they delivered the, they you know spotted the car and the customer said, no, I don't want to do this bailment agreement. Just call me when the deal's ready. So they didn't take the car that day, that night. They said, you know, if you have to wait for the financing to be approved, I don't want to take a car that I'm not approved for yet. It's not a done deal. So let's wait till the next day. So the dealership called back and they said, well, it might be a little different. So the customer said, forget it then. That's the deal I thought I was getting. If you can't do the deal, that's fine. And they were going to go look somewhere else. Finally, the dealership said, okay, fine, we'll do it. And they came back in and it wasn't that the customer wasn't getting approved because they had very good credit. It was that they had missed, uh, miscalculated the numbers, the lease deal incentive and the and the uh, rebate incentive. You couldn't do them both. You could either do the incentive or do the lease deal. The dealership made a mistake and they used them both when they figured out these numbers. If they had done a spot delivery, they could have called them back and said, "Hey, you got to come back and pay a higher payment." Especially since it's been two or three days, you're driving the car, you're enjoying it, you're not gonna undo that deal. But since you didn't take the car yet, you actually have more leverage now because you don't have to to go back to the dealership, right? You're more likely to go back and redo that paperwork if you already have the car in your driveway, in your garage, driving it around, whatever you're doing, because you don't wanna give back a car you already have. But if you didn't do the deal in the first place, now you have leverage. So the, what the dealership had to do was, they actually had to sell the car for a lower price probably than they even could have. It was probably a below cost deal in order to make those numbers still happen because they didn't want to lose the customer and also have like a bad review for that transaction. Make a long story short, if you're buying a car and the dealership has mixed in that paperwork, a bailment agreement or some agreement where you have to bring the car back, call foul on that deal and tell them that you're not gonna do it. When you have the financing done and you know you can do this deal, Call me and let me know, right? And I'll do it then. I'm not going to do speculation with you as a dealership that you think you can do this, but maybe you can't because 
I'm committed to it. You, you don't have the option of bringing the car back, right? The dealership is doing an unfair advantage to you where they have the option of undoing the deal, but you don't. So you want to level the playing field. If they can't commit to the deal and know that it's going to be completed and etched in stone, then you shouldn't have to be locked into it either. So unless they're willing to say, well, you know, you have the option of bringing it back too, then why would you do that? Because it's not a uh, level playing field. So this has come up a couple times. We saw these two on Jalopnik and Steve Leto. It was also in a Car and Driver article. Uh, it seems like dealerships are doing it again. Again, it was very, very popular in the 80s and 90s, but it, it appears that dealerships are starting to maybe mix this back into their in their playbook, and you want to avoid it so you don't run into a problem where you've had the car for a few days or a week, and they tell you have to bring it back, pay more money, or have a higher payment. Don't worry. There's plenty of cars to go around, so if for some reason... You can't get that one. Somebody else will do that deal for you.